Hello and welcome to Be Encouraged with Andrea Bula. As you listen, the blessings of God pour afresh on you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Abraham's story is very worthy of note. In fact, the Bible tells us to look to Abraham, our father, and to Sarah, our mother. So we are to look at their lives and draw inspiration from their lives, particularly as we relate to uh, faith, the issue of faith. But today I'm not looking at faith, I'm looking at another aspect of Abraham's life. Even before God changed his name to Abraham. I'm saying that Abraham had his own way of dealing with with conflict, with strife. I noticed it in the story in chapter 13 of the book of Genesis. And that's what we are looking at today. How Abraham dealt with strife, with conflict. And how would like to ask how do you deal with conflict how do i deal with conflict am i braggadocious am i arrogant do i like to claim and stand my ground and not give in because i feel i'm always right i always see myself as right well let's see the story of abram and learn from him for indeed we do call him our father as God has said and we even sing it Abraham's blessings are mine father Abraham had many sons many sons had father Abraham I am one of them and so are you so let's look at father Abraham's story and how he dealt with conflict Abraham as he was here called and his nephew Lot occupied a land and Abraham had become so rich and his and his nephew also and so the issue of space became a problem as the headsmen of Lot and the headsmen of Abraham were always at loggerheads. Now the response of Abraham teaches us something as it relates to dealing with conflict. The Bible states in verse 8 of chapter 13, the book of Genesis, that Abraham said to Lot, Please let there be no strife between you and me, and between my headsmen and your headsmen, for we are brethren. Is not the whole land before you? Please separate from me. If you can, if you take the left, then I will go to the right, or if you go to the right, then I will go to the left. Now, we are looking at the story and we are seeing how that Abraham did not prove his right. He did not see, he didn't, he didn't quarrel with Lord. He did not try to exert himself as Lord and Master. Hear what he said. He said, please, let there be no strife between you and me. So, Abraham was a peace seeker. He wanted peace. He wasn't comfortable with the situation. 
and he didn't just observe the situation and watch to see let me see what this small boy will do this small boy that i brought along with myself just to help him look at now look see how he is behaving now that was not abraham's attitude abraham said to lord please let there be no strife between you and me and between my headsmen and your headsmen for we are brethren and then he asked lord to choose he said if you take the left i'll go to the right if you go to the right i'll go to the left damn it he wasn't even particular all he wanted was peace please feel free to choose anything any part you want oh i want peace take if that's what you want it's okay but let's separate our flock from one and another such that we'll have space and our headsmen will no longer quarrel that was abraham's focus peace he was seeking peace the bible says that most are peacemakers for they shall be called sons of god take note so in verse 10 lord lifted his eyes and saw all the plain of jordan that it was well watered everywhere before the lord destroyed sodom and gomorrah that is like the garden of the lord so it was like the land of Egypt as you go towards Zohar. Then Lord chose for himself all the plain of Jordan, and Lord journeyed east, and they separated from each other. See? Lot accepted, and Lot went his way. And he chose. He was the first to choose. And verse 12 says, Abram dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent even as far as Sodom. You see that so there was peace abraham's approach was great and it's something we should learn from he went in humility he was older he was older you sure even old enough to be lots of other well i can't say for for real but he was he's, he was occupying the position of father to lord but this that was his approach please let there be no strife between you and me between my headsmen and your headsmen for your brethren that is something so worthy of applause and something that we all should emulate as children of Abraham. after this verse 14 says and the lord said to abraham after lord had separated from him lift your eyes now and look from the place where you are northward southward eastward and westward for all the land which you see, I give to you and your descendants forever. And I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth, so that if a man could number the dust of the earth, then your descendants also could be numbered. Do you see that? Very great. After this had been done, Lord had gone his way. God said to Abraham, God expanded Abraham's vision. He had already told him, you are going to be, I'm going to make you a father of many nations. <laughs> but God came after this event. After Abraham had made peace with Lot, handled the situation with wisdom, following after peace. I told him, Lift up your eyes now. 
I want to expand your vision. I want you to see bigger. You are, you are going to have descendants. Descendants as the dust of the earth. So that if a man could number the dust of the earth, then your descendants also could be numbered. Now you say, I'm not looking for descendants, Joe. Is it descendants I'm looking for? Well, it applies. Yours may not be descendants. Your the 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 the, the ripple effect of you, your falling after peace may not be having plenty children and descendants, but it will it 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 will, it will, it will actually bring about blessing. Yes, it will bring about blessing, and that's the truth. So God expanded Abraham's vision. You see, God does allow his son to shine on both the good and the evil. But concerning you, he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Remember, he called Abraham specifically. And he has called you too. He has called you as his own. Out of that name to his marvelous life. So, the way he relates with you is not the way he relates with the world. Take note. He relates with you differently. Because you have come into his house now. It's the way you relate to people within your house, your own family, household members, is different from the way you relate with people outside. So God, God allows His Son to shine on the good and evil. He allows the rain to fall on the good and evil. But concerning us, members of His household, He has told us He will never leave us nor forsake us, and He proves it to us again and again, just as He's proven to Abraham in this story. By coming to him to expand his vision and to say this will surely happen to you look at it maybe you did not understand before look at it again this is what i'm causing to happen to you and the bible says that then abraham moved his tent and went and dwelt by the terebinth trees of mamre which are in hebron and built an altar there to the lord so abraham was in constant you know consciousness of the Lord. That's something to take note of. As believers, that is our watch. That is our as our our lifestyle. Ever conscious of his ever abiding presence of him as Lord of our lives. What else is here in this story to take note of? But to take note that Abraham had a loving disposition towards his nephew, Lot. He had a loving disposition. His attitude was that of love. His response was in love. He didn't join his husband to say, yes, what's happening there? He came and he made peace. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. He demonstrated wisdom. And the Bible tells us in Revelation chapter 5 verse 12 that Christ was slain to receive power, riches, strength, wisdom, blessing, honor, glory for us. So wisdom is available to all of us who are in Christ. What else do we decipher from the story? I decide I, I, I observe that we should work 
at recognizing the cause of the conflict work at it try to diagnose try to decipher to see what is causing this conflict is it that the headsman they 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 have misunderstanding what what is the issue Abraham quickly recognized this land is too small that's why it's not because they hate one another it's not because Lord hates me it's not because the Lord hates me hates me or hates my hates me no it's not because they want to do a me harm or do my livestock harm it is because the land is too small and then he worked at eliminating the cause of the conflict which was what he did in a very peaceful manner by politely talking to his younger one he let all of us who are older you know whoever we are let's take note that we should um we should take this point in in abraham's character we should take it and emulate it that abraham was older yet he did not he handled the situation wisely and peacefully and respectfully let's take notes so it's not all the time that we sit down and wait for the younger one to come and apologize it's not all the time that we sit down and wait for the for the younger ones to say does he not have sense he does not know that he's he, he, not supposed to do like that mm -mm. as children of god the bible says the blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the sons of god how are we known to be sons of god when we pursue peace when we are not the ones sowing discord when we are not the ones you know fomenting discord when we are not the ones causing chaos and conflict in our families our workplace in the, our church congregations our groups wherever we find ourselves we follow after peace so these are points that i observed uh, in summary i would just like to point out this the the summary of it see yourself as a father have a loving disposition to want peace if abraham did not want peace there's no way they would have achieved peace the story would have been different to not have been this sweet to not have been this you know beautiful then make room for peace as he did he said you choose no problem you choose anyone you leave for me i will take if you go left I'll go right if you go right i'll go left so that we can live peaceably and then the third point i want to see is maintain a loving disposition as we're going to find out in the next episode so god bless you thank you for listening then before we go let me quickly look quickly state that god rewards peacemakers I already mentioned that God told Abraham, God expanded Abraham's vision and that the reward came in that form. God came to him and reassured him, I'm with you, reassured him, telling him I'm, I'm with you. And 
and expanded his vision so god rewards peacemakers blessings always follow us follow after peace is made i want i recently heard a preacher say that unity is an anointing there's an anointing in unity when we are in union with god when we are in, in, in sync with the desires of god for us god's wants for us god's will for us it's an anointing that follows it. So let's take note of this as we follow because we are God's children. God bless you. And I really pray that this episode blesses you and impacts your very life, your family life, your marriage, your children, your relationships generally, and the world around you for better in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you once again for listening. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. And be encouraged, podcast. I always say, onward, forward, better and stronger.